Now on Netflix. Inspired by the unbelievable true story of a fake hitman comes the new movie, Hitman, from Academy Award nominee Richard Linklater. At 96% certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, critics are calling Hitman a smart, sexy crime thriller with surprises at every turn. Starring Glenn Powell and Adria Arjona, Hitman. Now playing on Netflix and in select theaters. Rated R. East Coast Creepin' contains graphic and explicit content, which may not be suitable for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Good day. Hello. Welcome to our podcast, East Coast Creepin'. I'm Linda. I'm Lorraine. And I'm Leslie. And we hail from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Three sisters, all right? There is a fourth, and she'll be making guest appearances every now and then. We're obsessed with true crime, paranormal, and laughing. So come join us for our weekly outburst as we dive into crazy stories that full-fledged rep the East Coast. Just so you know, we do not have a background in criminal justice, criminal investigation, medicine, or psychology. This is all just for informative purposes. Okay. Welcome back, you guys. Hello. Hey, 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 How are you doing? Thanks for sticking out with us on this journey. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are, I don't even know what episode we're on. What is this? Six? Six. six. We are six? episode six. And oh, no. for anybody new joining, um, Linda and Lorraine basically come up with stories, uh, true uh-uh. crime. We don't we come up with No, no, no. I'm sorry. Okay. Sorry. They investigate stories. And it's like true crime, paranormal, kind of like maybe history sometimes of somewhere on the East Coast of the United States. Something weird, something creepy, you know, East Coast creeping. And me, I have no idea of anything that's being said because they talk behind my back. Yeah, we did. (laughs) We definitely were just talking shit. Well, not talking shit, but talking (laughs) at the ice cream truck. And we were like... (laughs) <laughs> and then you came outside and we we're like, oh yeah. <laughs> so they talk behind my back all the times, y'all. Yeah. This is what happens. We have a chat room well, with her and without her. <laughs> That's just called text messages. <laughs> and I don't know what happens, so I basically react throughout the whole series, you know. Well, to be fair, I don't really know what's going on in this story either. Like, I have a hint of it now. Yeah, a little bit. Yeah, but I don't know what's going on in this story. Uh, and it's going to be interesting. Let's just say that. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. It's going to be good. But, okay. Wait. Are you doing wait. Huh? What? She doing stuff. I don't know. She was messing with the mixer. It was just the headphones. No, okay. So remember how I wanted to like tell you guys something earlier, but I didn't tell you because I was like, I'm going to just leave it for the podcast because I like rambling in the beginning. Right. Okay. So y'all know my new phone case. Who is this? Marie Antoinette. Yes. Girl, high five is Marie Antoinette. Okay. So we're birthday sisters. We're both born on November right. 2nd. Yes. Okay. You got this? You even have too much information right there. Scorpios. Hello. Don't make me mad. Oh, uh, Lord. What? Anyway, we have the same birthday. Yeah? Yeah. Marie Antoinette is of the house of Habsburg Lorraine. What's my name? Say my name. Beyonce. Lorraine? Okay. (laughs) Beyonce. Yo, what is going on with the back of your head, girl? (laughs) Anyway, we don't care about her hair. 
was a hot mess. So Habsburg Lorraine is her house. We got the same birthday. We both like sweets. Marie Antoinette, you know, she likes her her sweets. Okay. Guess what? I have this huge fear that someone's going to come in my house and chop my head off. That's why I have my blankets up to like my nose so that if an axe murderer or a serial killer comes in, they can't find my neck so my neck doesn't get cut, right? Guess what? This bitch was beheaded. Remember? Like all, I had this relevation in the car yesterday going to our little cookout thing with our friends and Jonathan was just in the car looking at me like, what? So... (laughs) I have decided, well, not decided. Oh, I have Lord. realized that I am the reincarnation of Marie Antoinette. Oh, my Thank you. God. I'm telling my mom. Hello. Well, my mom's listening to this already, so she now she knows. Yeah, I am. I'm scared of my neck being touched because my head was chopped off. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know what to say right now. I just want to call you. I'm just going to call you hamburger, no neck, Lorraine. <laughs> hamburger? Yeah, because that's what you said. Hamburger. No, hab. Hamburger. Ha- no, H-A-B-S. Uh-huh. Hamburger. No, H-A-D-S-B-U-R-G. Hadsburg, Lorraine. H-A-M-B-U-R-G. I do love me some fucking hamburgers. Hamburger. I was all ready to break out on TV. But anyway, I have literally, like, and I'm just like, oh, my God. That's why I'm so crazy. Oh, my God. No, you're just crazy because you're fucking crazy. Anyway, <laughs> Lorraine has our story for today. Yes. Yes, sir. Another one because that was a lovely story. But, y'all, I'm going to need y'all to call me Marie Antoinette from now on. And you named your kid Marie. And every time you yell Marie, Excuse me. I always think my, my, my shit is, like, being yelled because I hear Marie. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. No. Because my name is Marie Antoinette. Thank you. Oh, Lord. <laughs> no. <laughs> I can't today. <laughs> I can't wait for this to be over. <laughs> oh, <laughs> just wait. <laughs> All right. So who who are we talking about today or what are we talking about? Okay, are we well, doing yeah. paranormal anytime soon? Yes, we are, but not today. Uh, Dang it. Well, because, okay, so listen. I know you've been asking me about some things in like yes. Ellicott City area and I know I've been trying to like low key not like really like try and dig into anymore what you've been saying but well because there's so many things that happen there and I have questions but the thing is is that if I ask too many people they will become sus and so I have just to keep like, it between me and you you and me and so that's what Reddit's for yes thank you that's what I've been doing. And I, like, Lorraine and I are kind of in this argument right now about the one that I currently have picked out that I want to do, and that's why I haven't done it yet. Oh, I got a whole bunch of shit lined up. Yes, <laughs> but the one that I want to do, the one that I am just like, yes, she's like, well, I don't know. I mean, I don't, I haven't heard that side of it, which is like, why? I just know, like, the teenage idiot side of it, I guess, but not like that. The paranormal side of it. Does that make sense? Yeah. Okay. Anyway, so this week it's all me. I'm hungry. It's all me, baby. <laughs> I'm sorry. I just want lunch. We just had ice cream. I didn't eat all my ice cream. I know. I gave because I wanted ice to save room for lunch to, your, to that child. That one. Anyway. 
She does weird this, this is our this is our our recording days. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yes. So, you want to guess where we're going, Leslie? Mm. It's somewhere on the East Coast. Uh-huh. Do we start out on the East Coast though? Where the whole thing is on the East Coast. Um, north or south? South. Uh, South Carolina, maybe. Okay. No, that was my guess. Georgia. Yep. I said Georgia. Yeah, yes, you did. One. I did. Yes, you that's did. what we were talking about outside. That's what we were talking about yeah. outside. Oh, she was geez. like, and then she said Georgia, and I was like, oh, and I was like, oh. okay. Oh my god. <laughs> so we're gonna take it back a hundred and thirty-four years ago. Okay. I can't math, so can you tell me the exact yes. date? Okay, so we're gonna start with some background on this family. All right. So we'll get we'll get into it anyway. So. Richard Woolfolk mm-hmm. married Susan Moore in 1854. Okay. That was the year he graduated from the University of Georgia. They had two daughters, Flo and Lily, and their son Tom was born in 1860. Susan, the mom, never recovered from Tom's birth, and she died in 1865. Wow. Yep. Richard went off to war. At this point, it is Wait, Civil who are War. we talking about? You're, oh, we're going to get there. Okay. You'll, you'll figure <laughs> like, it out. Okay? Because there's always, you, you'll figure it out. So Richard went off to war, to the Civil War, and he is fighting for the Confederacy because he's in the South. Yeah, that's fine. And I mean, no, no. It's not fine, but whatever. <laughs> it's part of the story. Um, he became the captain of Company A, Ross's mm-hmm. Battalion of Georgia State Troops. Okay. <laughs> so then when he came back from war, he was still in, like, he was in a lot of debt and no one really knew. But then he married, like, so in this point, everyone thinks he's very prestigious. He has wow. this huge plantation. He's got a lot of land and, like, all this stuff. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. I know this is not whatever. Anyway. I'm still, I'm just trying to figure out who we're talking no, about. No, we're, we're getting there. We're, we're, we're talking about there. Richard right now. Correct. Okay, just wait. So he returned to find his home, like his estate and everything in like disarray. Like shit was, after he came back from the Civil War, it was a hot mess. Uh So in order to kind of like get his finances in order, he marries Mattie, M-A-T-T-I-E, Howard. She is the daughter of a very wealthy farmer. Okay. So they have... A bunch of babies together. When was this? When did they marry? In 1867. Okay. So, two years after his first wife his, died. Yeah. And. Wait, so somebody died? The first wife. The wife Where died. Where was I? Right here. She died five <laughs> years after the birth of their son, Tom. Yeah, because she never fully recovered from, like, childbirth and all that stuff. I need to put my pen down because I was doodling, and I zoned out so hard. I missed <laughs> Look, all. migraine lady. <laughs> Pay attention. Okay, okay, okay. You're getting a history lesson today. That's what I'm here That's for. That's probably why I, I'm know. not listening because Shut it's Shut up. It's about to get into it. It's okay. about to... Oh, look, I just... Anyway. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. So now Tom, the oldest son, is 27 years old, and mm-hmm. he's like... His dad's like, okay, you jerk. I'm going to need you to get out of my house and go find your own way of life. Mm-hmm. So, because he sucks at life, apparently. He failed as a farmer, and he failed as a merchant. 
And his dad was like, I need you to kind of help me out, homeboy. So it's now 1887. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Tom gets married, right? I don't know her name because I'm pretty sure he probably didn't either because she left a week after they got married. Oop. Mm-hmm. And he had a reputation for being very unstable, erratic, and he was very, very suspicious. That's what everyone said about him. And, like, we'll get into it more in a little bit. And, like, I'm just, like, the shit he did, like, I feel like I'm more suspicious than he is. Don't be suspicious. <laughs> Don't be suspicious. Don't but anyway, okay. So they live in Bibb County in Georgia. It's a very wealthy county. It's a lot of big farms. Mm-hmm. They resided on 867 acres. That sounds like my kind of, of land. I need that. <laughs> no one, no one near me. No one look at me. No one near me. You no better one. move out west. See you later. <laughs> I, yeah. We expanding. Yeah, no, <laughs> she ain't coming with us. She gonna drop. We get one of the kids. Anyway, <laughs> now shit is about to go down. Y'all ready? Mm-hmm. Yeah. August 6th of 1887, around 2 o'clock in the morning, the neighbors, which it's like, y'all, 800 acres away. What the fuck are you talking about? You heard a dog barking. But anyway, they heard a dog barking at the plantation. They're like, what's happening? It's really early. Something's happening. So Tom who's the oldest son, comes running out of the house. He's only wearing socks and underwear. He ran to the neighbor's house. Their last name is Lockett, but they are uh, a sharecropper who worked on the plantation. And apparently Tom was running out of the house and he was screaming, get a gun, they're killing Pa. So he's just like freaking out, running out of the house in his socks and his underwear, okay? So Lockett was like, no, I'm not going. What are you talking about? You want me to come? You said they're killing him. You want me to come over there with you? So Lockett didn't go, but he sent his son to alert the white families in the area. So like, whatever. A whole bunch of men just come and they're like, what are we going to do? What's happening? So Tom's like, you guys, they're killing my dad. We got to go. We got to do something about this. And Tom told them a story about what was going down. He said, Someone broke into our house, killed my entire family, but I escaped by jumping through a window. We ain't got time for story time. People dying. Okay, well, by this point... I I know, I know, I know. But I'm just saying, like, why why are you going to sit there and, like, tell a story? Tom said he never saw the killer. He didn't see who it was. And the crowd was like, okay, well, we're going to go back to the house. And we're going to go check it out. <laughs> okay. I'm 1887 sorry. is crazy. Like, well, I would have been thinking. all up in this. Like, I'm not, when I, okay, <laughs> when you said, like, alert all all the families or whatever, like, I, I'm literally, in my mind, I'm thinking. A fire brigade? Well, no. Like, <laughs> it just, like. <laughs> I'm just sitting there thinking, like, grab your torch and fish for us. <laughs> Like, to me, it's, like, the people either in, like, Shrek or, like, Beauty and the Beast where they're just, like, oh. Yeah. Kill the beast. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, that's what I imagine, like, going down the, the dirt road, like, oh. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, Tom told them this whole story and this whole crowd of men. Yeah. Okay. See, that's what I'm saying. I just got the crowd. going down the street to the house and then they stop. 
because they're like, hold up. You said there was someone killing people in there. I'm not going in there. Like, none of the men. <laughs> a whole horde of men. And none of them want to go inside. So, it's, oh so Tom God. goes in the house by himself. Oh, Lord. And he's like, yeah, everyone's dead when he comes outside. He's like, they're all dead. And they're like, okay, well, we're going to wait till the sun comes out. Oh, my God. And then we're going to go in and oh, we're going to check this out. That's because. It's 1887. Yes. And with him not seeing who it was, maybe they think ghosts. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, because they, I wouldn't they, think ghost. I don't know. Chupacabra would be up from there. You can loop up. Chupacabra ain't out in Georgia. The time. They have their own. They have their own out there. Yeah, they do. We'll get anyway. Into that we'll later. get into that. Yeah, <laughs> that's for a different episode. <laughs> that's a different episode. Oh no. Okay. So sun comes out, and guys are like. Lego. So they enter the house. Wait, hold on. Wait, okay. Backtrack one second. I know you probably don't know this. Were they sitting outside this whole time? Yeah. Just waiting for the sun to come up? Uh, yeah. What were they doing? Having a party? No. Was it a bonfire? They were taking shifts, sleeping. That makes sense. No, like, (laughs) so like, okay, so no, like, like the sources that I used for this, it was crazy. So like, I found a book. And this woman who wrote the book, like, went through all the historical records of this. Because this fucking story is crazy. Like, I'm telling you guys now, you're going to be like, what? 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 Trust me. Because like that pig. Anyway. Because, like, I was, like, freaking out while I was, like, researching this. But anyways. Because. Hold on. We'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Okay. So, they entered the house. On daybreak. And they saw that the whole family, minus Tom, had been murdered. There were thick pools of blood everywhere. There's spattered brains on the wall. Mm. There's nine bodies. And they're all hacked up. Just hacked up. Okay? Their heads had been smashed by blows from an axe. There were some wounds from a blade. And then the blunt end of the axe as well. That fact. Axe murder. (laughs) (laughs) I know. (laughs) So some people believed because like there was the blade end and then also the blunt end that there was probably two killers because like they were doing it simultaneously. And like I don't, that's kind of like whatever. As they're doing this investigation, they realize there's only one set of footprints coming out of the house. Oh. And... It like bloody footprints, obviously, because I mean you have this blood everywhere, and mm-hmm. so they're like, "But those are from Tom and his socks." Never mind. Okay. <sighs> now we're gonna get into the victims. Mm-hmm. The victims' ages ranged from 18 months to 84 years old. There was nine victims altogether. This is the largest mass murder in Georgia history. But to this date. Yes. Holy crap. And, like, as I was doing research, like, this is not really well known. Like, not a lot of people have heard of this. And, like, the whole story behind this is crazy. And I was, like, reading into it. I was, like, how do people not know this? Like, if I wasn't, like, I, I mean, I had never heard of it until I started doing research on it. Mm-hmm. So the nine victims are Richard Wolfolk, which is the father, and he's 54 years old. Mm-hmm. Maddie, who is Tom's stepmother, she's 41. Mm-hmm. They're six children, so Tom's half-siblings. Richard Jr. is 20. Pearl, 17. Annie is 10. 
Rosebud is seven, Charlie is five, and baby Maddie is 18 months old. I like that name, Rosebud. Mm -hmm. That's so cute. There was also a woman, Temperance West. She is the aunt of Maddie, and she's 84 years old. I mean, we can only assume that was the last thing she left. <laughs> I know. Okay. So they figured out from doing the investigation, the weapon was a short-handled axe because they found it in one of the bedrooms covered in hair and blood. That's so gross. Girl, I, like, picture that in my head, and I was like... I am. It's so nasty. <laughs> So suspicion quickly turned to Tom because he was the only one alive. And yes. he was the only witness. Yeah. Okay, so get this. This is like <clears throat> one of the biggest reasons why people were like, yo, he's sus. Because <laughs> it's not funny. He was seen making baskets. And in order to chop the wood thin enough to make the baskets, he was using the same axe that was used to kill the family. So because he was using that axe, people are like, it was him. What kind of But then you think about it. It's fucking 1887. Everyone has an axe. Well, what if it was it was a custom axe? It was just a regular old short-handled axe. Like, it was just an axe. But what if it still had blood on it? Wait, was... No, the day before the murders. Oh, I'm sorry. The day before the murders, they saw him with the axe. That's super sus to me. But it's just like, okay, whatever. No, I'm okay. kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> okay. And then that afternoon, they got like a coroner's jury because they didn't have like CSI or anything. So they had like a coroner. And then he got like a group of like doctors together and they had like a coroner's jury to mm -hmm. come around the house and do like their investigation. Oh. Mm hmm. So Tom, by I just realized what CSI <laughs> crime scene investigation. I mean, I knew what it meant. I was like, hmm, just why, why, why would they have CSI at their house? Yeah, I'm like, oh why, why would they have CSI? Why, why oh would they God. have somebody that, like, a crime scene investigate? And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> That's what that means. Oh, oh, my. I knew what it meant, though. I swear. I wasn't today old, okay? It sounds like you were. Yeah, she was. <laughs> By this point, it's, like, the afternoon because, like, of course, it's, 1887 and everything's taking forever to kind of like get it going. Tom had already gotten changed and he's in like a shirt and pants. And That's stuff. what I was going to ask, but I mean, well, mm. so, Ooh. okay. Oh, no, 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 no. Okay. Mm -hmm. So he was asked to strip so they could see the clothes that he had been wearing because apparently he kept his underwear and socks on from when he left. I'm like, okay, whatever, dude. So they noticed, they noticed a bloody handprint on Tom's thigh, and he couldn't explain it. He was just like, I don't fucking know where this came from. And then under Tom's bed, they found a blood-stained undershirt. Okay? Okay. So yeah, yeah, everything's yeah, yeah, getting yeah. kind of weird. Yeah, 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 yeah. The jury, like the coroner's jury, they were like, mm -hmm. okay, Sheriff Westcott, you got to take Tom and get him out of here for further questioning, because obviously... He's a suspect. And they went out the back door because out front was like a crowd of just men who were like, what is going down? What's happening? Because they wanted to find out who killed someone. It's <laughs> basically like a mob of angry men is out front. And so when they had heard yes. that the um, sheriff had taken Tom away, the crowd started 
chasing after them to try and lynch Tom because they immediately decided that That he was guilty. He was guilty because they were taking him away. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. So, okay. So in my mind, I am sitting here thinking you have a farmhouse (laughs) on 800 some acres. You got a front door and a back door. If you're leaving out the back door, there's all that wide open space. They go see something go down out back. Okay, well, no, like, it is an angry Like, mom. I can show you, like, a picture of the house, and it's, like, one of, like, you know how, um, I guess, like, in the 1700s, like, and, like, the end of the 1700s, they built houses to be very symmetrical. Mm-hmm. Like, each side of the house was just, like, a mirror of the other side. Yeah. Right. So, they had one of those really long plantation houses that you see, like, in mm-hmm. Virginia and everything. If they did go out, like where you would assume the back door was and people are like hanging around the front door, they're not really going to see it. But then you got Billy Bob Joe <laughs> hanging out underneath the tree trying to keep out the sun and he's like, hey, yo, peace. <laughs> they leave it. I don't know. Okay. So, they got time. They got time, y'all. <laughs> Run. <laughs> so, on August 7th, it's the next day. So, they took Tom out for questioning whatever. They put him in, like, a prison cell to kind of just... At this point, they're thinking, like, we don't know if he did it, but we mm-hmm. want to keep him safe because he's the only surviving member. Yeah. Aside from his two older sisters. And they're already trying to kill him. And they... Yeah, exactly. Because, you know, people were fucking crazy back then. So, the nine... witch. Oh, I was like, but what? <laughs> <laughs> the nine victims mm-hmm. were buried in two rows at the Rose Hill Cemetery. I do have... um pictures of it so i will show you guys that later and their graves were topped with like a red brick overlay it looks really weird but i'm like during all of this going down the sheriff went back to the house and they were kind of like doing an investigation while everyone is like at the funerals for the family Mm -hmm. and they found a bloody shirt and a pair of bloody drawers like underwear that belonged to Tom. But I'm like, if he took that shit off after he left, because remember how he like ran out and they told him to strip? Mm-hmm. Like, mm, I don't know. But they found no evidence of forced entry. Yeah. So they were just like, we don't know. Because you remember how Tom was like, someone busted up in my house and they're killing my family. By this point, <laughs> newspapers had came out and they already, the newspapers were like, Tom did it. They're already accusing Tom of being the killer. Yeah. But Tom was like, I didn't do it. I keep telling you guys, I didn't do it. Yeah. We're going to fast forward a tiny bit to December 5th of 87. Okay. This whole time, they're just, everyone's just accusing Tom. They're keeping Tom in prison to keep him safe. So December 5th, 1887. Uh-huh. Tom is indicted with nine counts of murder. And he goes to trial for the murder of just his father in the Superior Court of Bibb County. His... Attorney is an Athens lawyer, Colonel John C. Rutherford. He was a former a former general of the Southwestern Circuit Court. He was like one of the top, 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 well-known, well-liked people in the area. So he was like, this is going to go really well. Because obviously, like, Tom's family kind of has money. So, like, right. but they don't, and people don't know that, which has a lot to do with, like, the motives not adding up. When they were doing this first trial. So the judge is Judge George Gustin. Rutherford is Tom's attorney, was trying to move for like a continuance because 
all of his subpoenaed witnesses, like 70% of them didn't fucking show up. Yeah. (laughs) So he was trying to like, kind of be like, can we like not do this right now? Because none of my witnesses are like here. And the judge denied the motion. Damn. So the prosecutor, John Hardiman, and he is also very politically active in the community. And so this is what doesn't make sense to me. John Hardiman presented all circumstantial evidence and the testimony of witnesses who had like heard Tom threatening his father like over the years. So basically when like Tom was like a teenager and he's like, dad, I hate you. I'm going to kill you. So like that shit. (laughs) So like all of these witnesses are basically giving circumstantial evidence. Some of them weren't even there, which is considered hearsay. Like, if you're Mm -hmm. like, well, I heard this coming from this person, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Then, like, they couldn't be there to speak for themselves, but Tom was still found guilty. He was charged off of hearsay. What? Yeah. (laughs) (gasps) Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. Fun times in the 1800s. Oh, yeah. (gasps) But the guilty verdict was actually overturned on an appeal. All right. Okay. This this is where the shit gets crazy because, like, as we're getting into this, he has like five fucking trials. You guys, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna get to like the motives and suspicions, and also other suspects. So, so this story is about Tom. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can I have his full name, please? Tom. Tom Wolford. Wolford. Wolf. They say it. They say it. Wolford. But it's spelled W-O-O-L-F-O-L-K. But everywhere that, like, I've read and they have the pronunciation guide. W-O-O-L-F-O-L-K. But, like, the pronunciation guides say Wolford. And I'm like, okay, I I don't know about that. But I was calling them Wolfolk the whole time. Anyway. Anyway. So, these are some suspicions, motives, and... Suspect. Like, half of this shit is so ridiculous. Like, I was just, like, laughing at myself. So, before the murders, Tom was acting strangely. That's what one of the neighbors said. He was acting strange. Yeah. If that's what it takes to be convicted of murder in 1887, I would be screwed. A witch! (laughs) (laughs) And then the whole thing is he was seen with the murder weapon the day before. But it's like, it's the 18-fucking-80s. Who doesn't have an axe? Right. And you're on... People who aren't axe murderers. <laughs> no, that's bullshit. <laughs> and they all live in farm... Like, they live in a wealthy farming county. Everyone has a fucking axe. Whatever. Shouldn't have been doing it himself. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Stupid. <laughs> so, and then there was the whole, like, he had the handprint, but some places said it was a footprint on his leg or a handprint on his leg, and then he had specks of blood behind his ear when he ran to the neighbor's house for help. But it's like, if bitches are being killed around you, and blood spatter, and axes, and that shit is swinging around, and you're trying to run, you're gonna get something on you. Okay, well, I I guess I'll just wait until the end, because I have questions. No, go ahead. Okay, but if he was the murderer, Uh the murderer, Uh wouldn't he be covered in it, like not head just, to toe. Yes, yeah. like drenched. Like if they're saying that there is brain matter on the yeah, what is that? A wall, wall. everywhere, <laughs> <laughs> the floor. Yeah, like wouldn't you have like? W- 
It would be everything. The the problem is though is that they're saying that there was only one set of footprints coming out from the house that yeah. had the blood on it. So whomever killed all these people, where are they? But the thing, okay, but like, where He's did they? But the, the, the thing is, if they were, and and then nobody fucking wanted to go in until the day, like till the sun came out. So it's like they had all that time to be in the house to fucking wash up, and they don't have like all the license shit we have now. So it's like even if they cleaned up and like scrubbed the bathroom really good, they would never know that there was blood in there. Also true. But okay, yes. Okay. Yes, yes, yes. Anyway, but, okay. okay, wait, 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 wait. Okay, but then also, also, also with. <laughs> I lost it. <laughs> yes. Good talk. <laughs> Onward. Okay. Wait, 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 wait. Okay, oh, I got it geez. again. But they said that he dove out a window. Yeah, like he jumped out a window. He didn't dive out the window. Like he opened the window and like jumped out. That was going to be my next question. I knew it was going to sound stupid, but did they have, like, I was wondering, like, did they have glass in these windows? <laughs> it's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> He didn't jump through the glass window. He opened, opened the, the window. window. Okay, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. Where <laughs> where were these footsteps that they found? Where were they walking it doesn't out say. of? That's what I'm trying to figure out. Like, if he's like, oh, I went out a window, but it's like going out the door, and they're sitting there like, I know. It's 1887. They didn't. Bloodhounds. Girl, get out of my face. <laughs> Mm-mm. They didn't do all that. They were just like, weech. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> okay. So, next <laughs> motive thing. Mm-hmm. They speculated mm-hmm. that Tom didn't want his stepmother to inherit his inheritance. So, okay, I know. No, 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 no. So, apparently, there's a way that this shit went down. So, like, I was, like, reading up into it, and I was like, oh, fuck a duck. That's how this works. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> go ahead. Go ahead. So Tom constantly told, like, everyone that he didn't like his family, like, his stepmother and his step-siblings, and he didn't want them to, like, inherit all of his shit. And his older sisters, who are his full sisters, were kind of on the same page because they were like, mm, I don't really like them, but they don't really bug us because they're so much older than him. So they're already fucking married off and in their own little land. Yeah. The way that it works is if his dad died first mm-hmm. before Maddie died, she's the wife, so yeah. she inherits all the land. So it skips over Tom and his sisters, goes to Maddie. When she dies, it goes to her oldest child, not his, uh, what the fuck is his name? Richard's. Richard's oldest child. Yeah. Oldest male child. Okay. Yeah. In I order mean, for. It makes sense. I mean, it does, but Tom also knew that and he was pretty upset about this. Okay. So they were just like, if we just. Clean out the whole family. Ooh, Tom gets it because he only has two older sisters. Yeah. So, like, they're not in his way. He's the oldest son out of, like, Mm -hmm. his, like, full siblings. Yeah. So, like, a lot of historians say that, and that's kind of, like, one of the things that the prosecutor used in, like, most of the trials was, like, hello, this is obvious, inheritance. Yeah. Mm, Okay. This is the best part that, like, I was just like, oh, yeah. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. So, how his dad came back from the war, mm-hmm. and everyone was... <laughs> You're going to say from the dead? <laughs> like, oh, God. <laughs> no, so, like, when his, when his dad came back from the war, and everything was, like, in disarray, mm-hmm. it's because the property 
Like, they weren't taking care of it. His farm kind of, like, went to shit because no one was really there to take care of it. Mm -hmm. So he didn't have as much money left as people thought. His inheritance at one point would have been, like, exponential. But now it's like, I could just work a month and probably make as much as I would be fucking inheriting. Because no one on the outside knew that Richard was having financial issues. Uh Uh-huh. Only the immediate family knew. Yeah. So, like, everyone's, like, he's motivated by his inheritance. And then Tom's, like, what fucking inheritance? Yeah. Because I'm not getting anything because this farm isn't worth shit anymore. Yeah. Because it's not producing anything. Like, yeah. I thought, oh, I don't know. Tom was not the only suspect. There was a man named Jackson Dubow. It's Jackson. D-U-B-O. I'm, I'm going to. Oh, I'm waiting because she's writing. D-U-B-O-S-E. Okay. He was arrested. I'm changing my name. Because he had been talking about details of the murders. That nobody w- knew. That, that no one knew. So they were just like, okay, we're going to um, arrest him. Because obviously he knows shit that, like, even we don't really know. Mm-hmm. But once he was, like, talking to the sheriff, he was like, I mean, listen. I was there, but I didn't participate in the killings of the family. Um. And he's just like, what? Why would you even? But, 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 but <laughs> he was released the same day because they learned that he had a reputation lying about crimes because he got free food and board at jail oh my god (laughs) so he would literally just make shit up so they could arrest him so they could arrest him and he would get free food and board because he was homeless he was just a vagrant and he would just walk around and do whatever the fuck he wanted and then he would just go into a town and be like hey i killed someone and then they're like okay cool we're gonna arrest you and then you go and that person's still fucking alive Hanging out. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Wow. <laughs> no, like I read up on that That's guy, and genius. I was just like, <laughs> was like okay, Jackson. <laughs> oh my god, Jackson's on some next level. <laughs> so like, okay. Oh, Mr. Anyway. Gabo. And so on December fourteenth, eighteen eighty-seven, was the closing arguments. Like the prosecutor got the crowd so like they said that like there was a huge crowd outside of the courthouse and people were like fighting to get in Mm -hmm. so they could like witness this trial go down yeah and he had worked up the court audience so much that they were screaming hang him in the courtroom and the judge was trying for over an hour to get order in the court and he couldn't get order in the court so he just told everyone to fucking go home because he couldn't get order in the court I was just like, holy cow. Yeah. So we're going to, so that's like the end, like the closing arguments. It was December 14th of 87. February 10th of 1888. After 12 minutes of deliberation, Tom was found guilty by jury and he was sentenced to death by the judge. Like as I like went through and I was like researching everything, he's only being charged for the murder of his father. Like it's not... Like, right. they're indicting him with the nine counts, but they're only charging him with the murder of his dad and not, like, everyone. So, like, in paper, it's just saying that, like, he killed his father. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he was sentenced to hang, so. 
he was sentenced to death and he was going to hang. It, yeah, it's 1888. So, February 11th of 1889. You following, Leslie? Yeah, this is like almost a year later. Mm-hmm. The Georgia Supreme Court reverses his murder conviction and death sentence, given two reasons. One, the trial had not allowed the trial had allowed introduction of certain admissible incriminating evidence. So all of like the hearsay, yeah, all of the um, what the fuck did I call that earlier? What the fuck is that shit? Not convenience. <laughs> Circumstantial evidence. Circumstantial evidence. Oh, my God. <laughs> All of the circumstantial evidence. And then, two, the courtroom spectators are, like, screaming, hang him, hang him, hang him, which is obviously going to influence the jury because your spectators are screaming. The trial judge had done nothing about that. He was just, like, order in the court in the court and then he just fucking like let it happen march 4th 1889 the case was appealed by the georgia supreme court but because it was appealed he was tried again the same day so they appealed it but they had to do a retrial yeah because he was it was a mistrial was found yeah understood (laughs) so rutherford believed which is um tom's lawyer he was Mm -hmm. like we can't do this trial in Bibb County because he's not going to get a fair trial because everyone knows what the hell happened. But then it's like by this point, it had been over a year and all the newspapers are already calling him a murderer, all this crazy shit. Yeah. They moved for a change, like Rutherford had put a move for the change of venue because they're in the old Bibb County jail. Yeah. And and Judge Gustin, who is the judge that didn't order the court, denied the motion. Yeah. He was like, no. We're not changing venues. You're fine. On the fir- on the close of the first day of trial, it was reported that one of the jurors said he would cause a mistrial before allowing the prisoner to be found not guilty. What? So basically, he shouldn't have been on the jury. Yes. Yeah. And then when Judge Gustin heard about that, he had to actually make it a mistrial because, like, you already have these preconceived notions and you're supposed to go in there, like, blank slate, basically. So off of that, (laughs) it's a mistrial. So trial number two. (laughs) It's a fucking mistrial. Oh, my God. (laughs) So March 11th of 1889. I know this poor man. And, like, March 11th of 1889, they tried again to get a jury together. But they couldn't. They could only get 11 jurors and they were running out of eligible men mm-hmm. in like the county because everyone knew about this and everyone yeah. was biased to the situation. So, and they're still keeping it in that county. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. So at this point, Judge Gustin was like, fine, we have to move the venue because we don't have any jurors that because 1887, 1889, sorry, all of the jurors are men. There's no yeah. women. Yeah. So it's all men. Yeah. They're running out of men because most of them were outside mobbing the fucking house the day of. Yeah. So, like, they don't really have anyone. So, that's... Now we're at May 29th, 1889. A new trial begins in Houston County. This is another mistrial. What? I'm I'm running out of room. I'm not going to have time to... (laughs) Oh, no. The back of the page. No, 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 no. I can't put it on the back no, of the page. No, we're almost done. We're okay. almost done. <laughs> fourth, fourth trial. 
So this is also a mistrial. This is in Houston County. This time, several people reported that one of the jurors did not believe in convicting a man only on circumstantial evidence because, duh, that's like, it's circumstantial evidence. Yes, it's not exactly. solid. It's solid. Like, you don't have... Right. Anyway. What continue. did you say? It's okay. Just go. Just continue. What the hell did you just... No, 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 no. Continue. She says, so how is that a mistrial? Because he was speaking outside of the court. Oh, okay. He was speaking outside of the court, like, to the general <laughs> public. Okay. He was saying that he wasn't going to convict him on circumstantial evidence because it wasn't solid. Mm-hmm. And then another juror was expressing doubt in all of the evidence that was being shown. They were like, none of this makes sense. Like, I get what you're saying, uh-huh. but there's not enough evidence for us to actually convict him. Yeah. But all of these geniuses are talking about it outside of the courtroom, outside yeah. of, like, any jury deliberations. Like, they're just, like, hanging out at the saloon or whatever the hell they have in Georgia talking about this shit. That was declared as a mistrial. Mm-mm-mm. mm so ridiculous. I- so June 3rd. 1889. (laughs) Tom. That is the same motherfucking truck. I know that pitch of that fucking exhaust now. And that and like the ooh. Yeah. We're going to put one of those spike strips on your alley, Linda. That's my neighbor. I don't give a shit. He used to stop driving around this morning. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Fucking asshole. Anyway. Which one am I on? June 3rd? June 3rd, okay. 1889. So, he has a retrial for... His retrial for the murder of his father begins in the Superior Court of Houston County in Perry, Georgia. Okay. Okay, mm-hmm. Perry, Georgia. What is eight minus three? Five. Five. Five days later. <laughs> oh, my God. I don't, I can't. I was, like, looking at my hand, and I was like, I only have one hand up. I don't have enough fingers. So, oh five days later, he is found guilty of first-degree murder. This trial went to completion. There was no mistrial. Nobody running their fucking mouths for once in their freaking lives. And the verdict was obviously guilty. Interesting. They went to appeal. Uh-huh. And it was overturned. It was not overturned. So no appeal. Mm-hmm. So this time it's like, we don't have a mistrial. Shit is going to stick. All of our circumstantial evidence is going to stick. June 25th. Y'all do the math. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That was loud. Sorry. <laughs> so June 25th, 1889. That sounded really ugly when I said 1889 in my head. Just let it happen. Oh After gosh. 45 minutes of deliberation... The jury convicts him of murder, and he is again sentenced to death. July 28th of 1890, the Georgia Supreme Court affirms Tom's murder conviction and death sentence. So, like, because they had to keep moving it around and had all these mistrials and stuff, they decided that, like, well, we kind of want, like, the Supreme Court's judgment on this as well. And they were like, yeah, sure, he's guilty. (laughs) (laughs) I... I don't, I don't know. So after all of the murders, this is leading up to, this is like, well, not his murders, all of his freaking trials. trials. Mm-hmm. This is, I lost count. Yeah. Three, four, five, five. Yeah. Okay. So after all of this, and he's waiting to be hung. Hanged. Hanged? Hung? Hung. Hung? Hung? Mm-hmm. Hanged? Hung. Not hanged. 
Whatever. I don't. Uh, I don't know. I, do. I thought it. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it says hanging. Of his hanging, yeah. While he awaited hanging. While yeah. he awaited his hanging. I can hear myself saying hanging. <laughs> And Jonathan always makes fun of the way I say hanging. Anyway. July 28th, 1890. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. So Jack Dubow, remember him? Yeah. He pops up again. Who is this? That's the Jackson. guy that, that's the Jackson guy. Oh my God. Said that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. I, uh, Jackson. I was there. I did it. Uh-huh. Homeless man. Yeah. yeah. I'm hungry. So he pops, I, I want, yeah. Yeah. he pops up again on July 5th. So, like, while everything's happening down. So, he's like, it's the 4th of July. I wasted all my money on alcohol. I need somewhere to stay. So, he starts running his mouth about it again. And Judge Gustin went and talked to him for an hour. Because at this point, they charged Jackson with murder as well of the family. Because he's like, no, I was really there. I actually really did it. Like, this time, he's like, seriously, like, yeah, I was there with him. And I really, really, really did it. Oh, my God. So what is wrong with this guy? So after an hour of talking to him, Judge Gustin drops the murder charge and charged him with um, the writ of insanity. And he was found guilty of being insane and sent to an insane asylum. So he was sent to an insane asylum. But I'm like, that's so bad for Mr. Jackson. <laughs> because, like... He was so excited about just going in and out of jail because of room and board. Right. Like, well, oh, now like, he's got room and board now. For oh, like no. You don't want to be in an insane asylum in, in the 1890s. That shit was bad. I don't know. Well, I'm telling you. Okay, well, you guys are you telling me You ever seen Sweeney Todd and how they just keep all the blonde girls in one room and then they just cut their hair off? <laughs> they just cut their hair off. Yeah, I'm fucking truck. They just like cut their hair and they're just, oh my God, they fucking tortured people. Like they, ugh. It's, even into like the 1950s, they still fucking tortured people. And it, yeah, asylums. I was going to say, it's not even that. They left them to their own devices. So they would seriously just like sit food out and the people would like be beating, biting each other, like yeah. clawing at each other and nobody did anything. Yeah, it was, a, it was like, bad. Oh, well. Yeah, it was bad. Okay. Why do I know that? Because we know too many weird things. October 29th of 1890, at 1.30 p.m. on Wednesday, Tom was hanged in front of a crowd of 10,000 people. What? 10,000 people. That's a whole county. Came to spectate. That's more than a whole county. Yeah. At that time? Yeah. Yeah. Because their whole 10,000? It was like the whole fucking state of Georgia. <laughs> Basically. Holy crap. Tom's body was buried in Orange Hill Cemetery in Hawkinsville and Pulaski County. A lot of the people who were there said that the atmosphere really resembled like a circus. There were street vendors. We got oh t-shirts. There were photographers. There were people setting up things to like do paintings because like obviously you know like when you're hanged it takes a while for you to die because it's like if your neck doesn't snap then you have to stand there and strangle and suffocate put me out like a pigeon so oh my god oh no violent so they have like food vendors and then they also had vendors giving out like souvenirs 
Like they well, made like I little t shirts. Yeah, no, you didn't have t shirts. Oh my back gosh, then. do they have like little pickaxes, like little tiny like keychain pickaxes? Like a key not a pick- <laughs> <laughs> You're sitting here worried about the pitchfork thing, and it's a, a keychain, really? <laughs> <laughs> On what keys? Their horse? <laughs> like, what are you their front door. <laughs> Or their back Yeah, or their back door. Get with it. Come on. Oh my god. Here, butler man. Here's a keychain for the skeleton keys that you hold while you open the doors for me. Really? Yes. You acting like it ain't a thing. Well, what the hell do you think the cops and everything have for the for the A oh. ring? Mm-hmm. A have- key ring. That's a keychain. Come on. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, they could make a little pitchfork to, I mean, to... Fuck y'all. It I'm right. Like, you no, know no, it. No, 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 it would look I'm like sorry, a regular no, fork. No, no, no. My objection to that was that it was not a pickaxe. It was just a regular axe. That was my objection to the keychain. Linda went all on a keychain. That's not a pickaxe. That's a That's regular axe. axe. You said it was an axe. Yes, you said a pickaxe keychain. It's a pickaxe is different than an axe. Oh, I understand. I was thinking pitchfork. <laughs> I heard pitchfork. Okay, well, I drew a regular you axe. Yes, I'm, and that's okay, fine. Right. I, but you're saying a pickaxe. My bad. Freak. Minor. Yeah, you're thinking like a mining axe? I know what a pickaxe means. I'm sorry that came out of my mouth. Yeah, a lot of things come out of there and we don't want it. Oop. (laughs) Oop. Sorry, that was really loud. (laughs) Oop. This is my last time on the podcast. It's nice no No more drawings from me. (laughs) (laughs) Your child's more upset because she's like, I don't get to sit here and listen to you guys be weird. She can do what you want. <laughs> She's going right. down the street. All right. Okay. Until the day of his hanging, he Tom was like, "I'm innocent." I keep telling you guys this. I didn't fucking kill my family. I didn't do it. I'm innocent. Tom maintained his innocence, and he wrote a statement because like, you know how before you get like your last words and everything. Yeah. So this is what Tom read to the crowd. It says, oh, you want his full name? This is his full name. Well, it's too late now. Tom, go ahead. Wolfolk. <laughs> Basically. I, Thomas G. Wolfolk, realizing the existence of an infinite, wise, and holy God, and so as to meet him, knowing all that I have ever done, and fully understanding that I must stand before the judgment bar of God, and that today, in a few hours, I shall be called into his presence to solemnly declare my innocence, and I leave as my last declaration that I did not take the life of my father or any member of his family or have any knowledge of the person or persons who did the murderous deed. So he's just claiming his innocence. That was very beautiful. He did a good job speaking. <laughs> Writing. He didn't say that. No, he did. Oh. He read it before. Like, oh, okay, my bad. He, he read it. <laughs> He read it. At 1.31 p.m., they sprung the trap, but the fall did not break his neck. No, thank you. He was slowly strangled to death, and he was finally pronounced dead at 2.11 p.m. Wait, what time did he drop the trap? 1.30. 1.30. And he was pronounced dead at 2.11. Oh, no. Almost no, 45 no. minutes. I want that pickaxe now. <laughs> Just go no, you don't. No, you don't. 
Okay. So this weird shit is about to go down. Because what the f- you guys would oh, think that this is the end of the no. case with Tom dying. That, like, that's it. That's it. It's over. Did somebody go and murder his sisters right after? <gasps> nope. Oh. Oh, shit. Oh. But, well, I mean, that's... Okay. So shortly after the murders happened, Simon Cooper, who is the son of London and Luana Cooper, they are black farm workers who live nearby in Bibb County... In 1898, Simon was hanged in Somerville, South Carolina, and on his body, they found a little notebook. There was a page in the notebook that said, Tom Woolfolk was mighty slick, but I fixed him. I would have killed him too with the rest of the damn family, but he wasn't in the house. Damn! And that is the Woolfolk family murders, the largest mass murder in Georgia history. And the so wait, why did okay, why did Simon Coop? Why was he found? What did, what happened that he? So okay, so it's eighteen ninety eight, eighteen ninety eight, right? But uh, he's a black sharecropper, and white people lynched him. Because they just, it was like a lynch mob, and he was a black man in a white county, and they lynched him. But they also found a notebook on him after the fact, and he had a lot of just, like, notebook journal entries in there. And one of the older ones was that. (laughs) Wow! So, Tom was right when he said that someone broke into his house, because the thing was, is, like, um, as I read further into it, uh, Richard, the dad. Right. What the fuck is his name? Simon. His parents worked on the farm as sharecroppers, but then because of everything that was happening, he didn't really have, like, the stability to kind of keep them there. But even though the way that sharecropping worked was, like, you work the land and you make some money and then you give me money to use my land. So it's, like, renting the farmland. But he was basically just, like... Uh, I can't really do this anymore. Like, I only have, like, the means to support one family, which was why the family that Tom ran to was sharecroppers on their land. So they say that he was just really pissed off at the fact that, like, his family could no longer get that income through that farmland. So he went and killed the entire family, but he meant to kill everyone, but Tom had escaped. So that's why he was like, I would have killed Tom, but he wasn't there. Because he jumped out the window... Mm-hmm. But there was no broken glass. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> oh, oh man. my god, yeah. that's so, crazy. Yeah, no, all of those trials and everything, and then it was just like. <sighs> so in this, to, then it was just randomly that Simon Cooper. Well, yeah, yeah, that they found his notebook because, like, from the moment it happened, everyone had the just misconception that you hear that goddamn truck again not the same one i know it's not it was a chance happening yeah basically (laughs) but i mean good thing for tom because like he was just like i didn't do it because you know how like some people will kind of like crack and be like yeah i did it i did it just i don't know but i just felt really bad for him because like as i'm like reading it so there's a book on this which is i bought it because i'm just as bad as linda (laughs) <laughs> I I was I needed to know. I so, was yeah, I So the book is um Shadow Chasers: The Woolfolk Tragedy Revisited by Caroline Deloach. And then I got a lot of stuff off of todayingeorgiahistory.com. Mm-hmm. Then there was a lot of news articles of like people just like revisiting it. And one place that had 
a lot of good information was uh, murderbygaslight.com. That's why I was just on right now. Really? <laughs> yeah, I was yeah. looking at it because I wanted to see this house. I, was, I wanted to see if they would see him come around that. <laughs> yeah, oh my no. God. Murder, murderbygaslight.com was really good. And I'm going to put all of these. Oh, my God. I'm going to sneeze. <laughs> but murder murder by gaslight.com it was so oh my god it's so good and so crazy and i know you didn't draw you drew the axe i drew the axe but hold on i know because like there wasn't i feel like she should draw the house really quick (laughs) (laughs) no but let me i got um pictures of them so there was actually like i was able to find pictures of some of the family, I didn't, I mean, I got the whole family if you count the grave sites. Wow! I mean, I was being <laughs> not, like, I wasn't trying to be mean. I was trying, um, I got the whole family that way. Do you have a picture of Tom? Yes. That's what I want to know. I want to know how to draw Tom. <laughs> you want to know how to draw Tom? Oh, my God. Oh my god, you showed it to me. Why did she show she it to me? She wanted you to describe oh. it to her, like how I did with oh. uh, Bishop. Well, now you can. Here, look. Look at that one. <laughs> draw, I told you, draw the house. Just draw, draw the house. Wait, I'm I sure I don't draw. Show. This is Pearl. That's the house. This is the house. That looks like a Lego block. Yeah, it does. She's not wrong. So, this is his dad. This is Richard. Okay. This is Maddie and the two youngest ones. So, what was it? I don't remember. I don't know. I didn't Charlie write their names. and something else. That was a lot Maddie. of kids. Charlie and Maddie. And this is Pearl. That's Richard Jr. And that's Tom. I don't know Wait, why. Where's Rosebud? They didn't have any pictures. That's why I said you guys got pictures of everybody. It's the grave site, but everybody thought that that was rude for me to say. But the I was only being one that I wanted was Rosebud. They don't really have pictures of everyone. That's foul. And like you would okay, think with them tree. being so, oh, here's what they're all of them together looks like. Oh, my God. <laughs> she really just showed the grave plot. <laughs> I was, like, so excited. I was like, oh, there's an actual picture? Now, now we found it? Family no. Photo. <laughs> I mean, that's the only one that I oh have. Oh, I couldn't, geez. I, like, I searched everywhere, and it was just like, you would think, as, like, this rich-ish kind of dude, but at one they point... they didn't have money. That was the But thing. then he married that- Maddie, and then she had money. And her family was very rich, so it's like, send your photographer over so we can sit for 45 minutes and still while we look at this camera. I don't know. But I couldn't find any any pictures I've done that once. That was family. a lot of fun. With your children? Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys look crazy. It was fun. And that's all that matters. I didn't say it wasn't fun. I just said y'all look crazy. Oh, did you show her the picture of the house? I have not yet. I was waiting to see. <laughs> I have him. He jumped out the window and screamed <laughs> and they kill in my family. I mean, the only thing you got right was their sidewalk. Sweet. She, she didn't get the big old fence, though. That's what I'm saying. I had no description. Nobody said nothing about no fence. It's a plantation on 867. Why would you need a fence if you're around your house? I, I, Why? I didn't think about a fence until I saw the picture. I mean, Why would you need a fence because on something that big? No. Get out of my face. <laughs> I mean. Your house looks like a penitentiary. Their house <laughs> looks like an actual plantation house. Okay, let's. Like, you I literally just, But that's not even that big. In that That big, doesn't look that big. No. 
Uh, like, when I, like, as I, like, was reading this story, I just kind of, like, everything in my head was, like, it's, like, true blood. Yeah. All those beautiful houses of true blood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> bon ton. <laughs> bon ton. <laughs> okay, but, like, okay, but, uh, see, but my thing is, seeing this picture, you could have 100% seen them take him around back and leave out the back no, door. No, they that's didn't take him That's around. a lot of foliage over there. It so, is. I mean... Mm. But when you got somebody sitting under a tree... <laughs> <laughs> Which one? There's like but would they have been inside of the fence? I don't think so. That's besides the point. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> so that was the whole family murders. It's crazy. And like... That's the whole Simon Cooper coming out of left field kind of thing. That's that's still like I'm like Whoop. yeah. Well, no, because like the whole thing was is like I had to dig for Simon Cooper because a lot of the places were like yeah, they don't know it's unsolved. Blah 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 blah. But the woman who wrote the book, she like really went back and she got a lot of like the obviously the neighbors and stuff like that and people in the county she like dug through archives to research this and found all of this information because no one really knew about the Simon Cooper thing unless you were a sheriff or a judge or something yeah like it just it wasn't common knowledge a lot of people in Georgia to this day don't really Did they know. end up reversing the Mm-mm. No no I mean I feel like they should because it's like but then at the same time, but then I was like, I don't know. Like, I just feel bad for Tom. All I know is he Thomas didn't do it. Thomas G. I really feel like he didn't do it. I don't know. I mean, like, okay, think about it. If he, if he had the motive of inheritance, yes, I could see him doing it. But he already knew that his father's land was not worth anything. Right. Yeah. So he wouldn't have got anything. Yeah. So at that point, I would have been like, yeah, stupid little half-siblings, take the 867 acres. What you going to do with it? Because you ain't got the money to take care of it. So it's just like, I don't know. I don't know. I just feel, mm-hmm. But Simon Cooper's got a better motive than he does. Mm-hmm. But we, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what else can. I was gonna be like, we can make some merch of some little keychain pickaxes. Yes. yes. <laughs> I'm for it. Oh my god. Oh my god. Speaking of merch, so I am. We do have Patreon set up, and I'm gonna post a lot more about that on social media. But there are different tiers, and it starts at three dollars, and it goes up. But I will definitely post a little bit more and. About all help that. feed us, yes, <laughs> our ice cream. So, um, one of the things, like one of the really big, I don't know, I think it's a big thing because I think it's funny, but whatever. Like, every time we record, stupid freaking ice cream truck comes around. So, there's like 20 or 30 minutes of us just sitting here rambling while there's <laughs> ice cream truck music in the background, or we're actually eating ice cream from the ice cream right. truck. So, like, I'm gonna post. Like, the audio from that, like, of course I'm going to, like, edit the sound and everything, but I'm going to post the audio from that. Nice, Linda. I'm so sorry. <laughs> On Patreon, and we're going to have the ice cream truck chronicles yeah. <laughs> yeah which i already posted it on facebook today so if you happen to be on the facebook uh it's like right before week three 
And so, so there's a little snippet of it. <laughs> yeah. So today is June 11th as we're recording. So if you saw that, that's what we're talking about. But yeah, like there's just like a lot of cool stuff. And like we want to be able to kind of like get more out there and be able to do more for you guys. And like totally thanks to our South African listeners again, because I did drop that in the last episode, but... I don't know. I think that's so crazy. Well, it's not even just them. It's all of our it's listeners. Everybody. Like, I thank know. you for sharing. Yeah. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being a part of this and allowing us to be able to do these recordings. Because honestly, if we didn't have, I mean, I can't even say that, but it just, it's, it's like every, every day, every time, every, every interaction that we have, it's super exciting for all of us. And just to see, you know, people that enjoy this and that love to hear it as much as we love to kind of dive into this and research it. Yeah. Like, it's just, it makes every day exciting and makes us, you know, want to do this even more for you guys. Yeah, and I think, like, the coolest thing is, like, even with, like, a lot of, like, my friends, it's just, like, I never really knew that they were into this. And then I'm just, like, I started, we started a podcast and, like, I want you to listen to it. And then it's, like, they're just, like, oh, my God, I love it. It's so much right. fun. And, like, we talk about things. And I'm, like, I never knew you were into this. And then, like, my boss, oh, my God, she's hilarious. So she's on, like. I haven't told anybody that I work with. <laughs> so, like, <laughs> no, like, at this point. because It's my weird boss, to me. I mean, it's not weird. It's just, like, out. Well, my know. boss, we're the same age. Okay. She's only a month older than me. So, like, I had told her about it. And then, like, after episode one, she's like, I think I'm going to have nightmares. I was like, Gary gave you nightmares? Like, she was like, you're so nonchalant. And you're just like, people die. Everyone dies. And I'm just like, no. I was oh like, I don't know. I was, but, like, I don't know. It's been so much fun. It's really exciting. And I'm just like, Okay, but as you guys know, we do do um, a missing person every episode from the area of where the crime or story or paranormal activity took place. And today I have, I'm going to tell you guys about Darlin Hernandez. He is 16 years old. He is from Georgia. Um, So today is what, June 13th? So six days before today, they had posted an Amber Alert, and he was abducted on six seven twenty one. He was last seen at Harlson County Welcome Center on Interstate twenty. Uh, what? Yeah. Oh man. He was abducted by an unknown man and a woman in a Toyota van, Arizona license plates. The van was driven by a Hispanic male and a white female was in the passenger seat. Uh, Darlin David Hernandez is 16 years old. He's a male. He has tan, it's like kind of tan skin. He's Hispanic, black hair, brown eyes. He's 5'8 and weighs 130 pounds. So for the Amber Alert, what they want you to do is to call the U.S. Department of Justice. And of course, they do not really give me a number for that department. But the Harlson County Sheriff's Office, if you have any information on the people, uh, call 770 646 
2011. Oh, and the vehicle, it was a Georgia license plate. I don't know where I got Arizona from. It says AZ. Uh, the Georgia license plate number is 46A as an apple, 3C as in cat, 1A as an apple. And it is a 2011 Toyota Sienna. It is a gray van. And again, the phone number for the county sheriff is 770-646-2011. And I will show you two. <sighs> I don't know. It's crazy. I feel like, I mean, obviously we have the stories and stuff like that, but it's like something about the missing persons like gets me harder. I know. Yeah. Because they're children. Because they're, yeah, yeah, mostly what we've done is juvenile. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's all we've done. Yeah. 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 Cause I mean, I don't know. And they're like, this is like an Amber Alert. Like this just happened six days from before we were recording. And I mean, like, obviously it's Georgia. So we don't get the alerts. Like yeah. we get the Maryland alerts and stuff yeah. like that. But it's still like, I feel like this should be something that's like put out there, especially with like, if they were, he was taken at a fucking welcome center Yeah, in Georgia. Like they could be anywhere. Like, why are you only alerting Georgia, like, surrounding states? The whole fucking country. Well, I don't no, know. Because it depends on, it depends on it, too, because it could have been surrounding states, because I know that I've gotten it where they'll do, like, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania yeah. Delaware, Virginia, because they don't know which way they're going. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. But he looks like a little sweetheart. He looks so cute. He's even got, like, a little shiny filter on his gush darn picture did you notice that no it's like it's got like one of those little like twinkle stars next no. to his head because he has a filter oh my god he's so adorable <sighs> but yeah you guys i like i don't know bye everybody yeah. <laughs> yeah thank you guys for stopping in again and listening Sorry to the podcast this wasn't as exciting no 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 it was I, I mean, I, I, it was, very, wrote a lot of notes because it was, it's very, not that it wasn't exciting. It was just crazy. Yeah. It was just like mistrial, mistrial, Well, well mistrial. the thing is, is like, I think this one is more of like a history yes. kind of mm -hmm. thing for our podcast. And it's not like the true crime that we've been doing or yeah. like unsolved yeah. murders or stuff like that. Mm -hmm. um, no, but it is definitely interesting, especially if a lot of people don't know about that. Yeah, which is like crazy because like so when I was like researching it, it was like this murder happened, like this big, big, big shenanigans happened. I think it said four, four or five years before the Lizzie Borden axe murders. I don't know who that is. I don't Okay. Well, mm -mm -mm. <laughs> she's already spoiling stuff. It's not like I'm going to go out of my way to go and yeah. research this. So. <laughs> so, so this happened five years before the Lizzie Borden murders. And like her shit isn't even as crazy as this. Yeah. And like everybody so they, knows about that except for Leslie. So it's just like. <laughs> But no one knows about this. And that's what I'm saying. Like, I've yeah. never heard really anyone talk about this. And, like, I don't... Okay. The clicking. The clicking that you got See? yelled at for that everyone else is doing. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> it's because Linda, Linda's, like, over here with her migraine, droopy, drowsy I'm face. I'm sorry. It's... 
Anyway, but yeah, no, it's just crazy to me that like no one really knows about this story and like how insane it is. And then it's like, if you dig deep enough, you get that fucking twist at the end with yeah. Simon. So it's just like, what? What? Yeah, I, I gotta, I gotta circle this one on here <laughs> because yeah. that was the point where I was like, damn, <laughs> eight, eight years after Tom was hung. Yeah, I think, I think I'm still And then they of, found the little black book. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. I think that's kind of what, like, is just blowing my mind right now. I'm like... <laughs> but anyways, guys, thank you, and stay tuned for next week. Yeah, we'll be mind-blown by ourselves. <laughs> See you guys. Have a good week. And make sure to follow us on all social media. We are ECC, the podcast... Um, so go ahead and follow us. Keep up with us and we'll be dropping Patreon soon. Probably already dropped it by now. So if you want to stop in and send us a couple bucks and so we can keep our coffee and our lunch dates and our ice cream, of course. (laughs) So have a clear week, have fun summer and we'll see you next Tuesday. Yeah. Next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to East Coast Creepin'. Cover art by Leslie Lozano. Music from Premium Beat. Editing by Larry Bark at Revitalist Recording Studio. You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok at ECC Podcast. Don't forget to rate and review. See ya!